Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fart! My, 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 my. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Fart! My American. Global awakening to the new world order. My American artificial intelligence non-drawing. Part. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. What's happening, Gregory? What's going on, you little sniffy boy? <laughs> Why, freaking, you know, I didn't know that you unmuted <laughs> you it. And I was like, Coke over here? What is this, I was Hunter Biden? I was wondering what yeah. that was. I was like, my inter-hunter. Yeah. <laughs> inter-hunter came out there for a second. You guys, uh, you know me. It's Greg, and then we have Chris behind the uh, computer monitors, and we have Hunter Biden as our guest today. Yes. <laughs> How uh, you doing? Oh, man, I'm hot. <laughs> I saw your paintings earlier there, Hunter. Yes. They're quite exquisite. Uh, you, when you're high, you think of great things. That is true. That's how it works. Flexmark says he officially has this as his new ringtone. Rad. Excellent. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe we should look at getting the song on iTunes. Sure. Okay. Why not? Top of the charts. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? We saw a lot of comments. We Hell got a lot yeah. of people on. Got people cooking some uh, some drummies oh on a barbecue. Goodness. We got Lauren. We got Richard Easby. We got Flexmarks. We got Ghosts. We got Carlos Mundo. Everybody. What is going on? Thanks for joining us. Yes, and uh, you know we see people saying Happy Father's Day, Happy Early Father's Day to yes. everybody. It's Happy tomorrow, Father's Day. but we're all fathers. We love our kids. We know we have a lot of fathers that watch this program. Yes, uh, we have know. spread our seed. Yes, <laughs> we continue the uh, our population. Legacy. Our you know legacies I mean? are thriving. Yeah, uh, Brian Scarborough, thank you so much for that super chat. Longtime fan, but first time live. Happy to be here, fellas. Happy to have you, man. Absolutely. That's awesome. Woo! I'm glad you can make it. We have a lot of people that say it's the first time on. And, uh, yeah. you know, the nice thing about having some different hours and changing some stuff up is we get some, you know, we get some different uh, different people on. We do. Which is always fun, man. Last time we did it like 10 a.m. Yeah. We had like yeah, this a Wednesday. bunch of foreign uh, followers that were able to actually get on. And you know, I was like, you're making dinner? It was 10 a.m. They're like, <laughs> just making some dinner. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy that's cool i you just know? uh woke up at 12 o'clock to take a piss and i saw you guys were live so i just jumped on here <laughs> yeah no. so no we're happy to have you all on we're excited it's been uh it's been beautiful it's been nice had a nice yes. relaxing getaway i feel good i just got home yeah it, literally you know i used the restroom and then he came in here that's how fast <laughs> it yeah it was it was your honeymoon weekend wasn't it honeymoon well i mean that's it, really it's fucking, kind, that's, i mean no that is on. not true i've been married uh we're, we had our anniversary weekend. I, you know what i'm saying okay yeah, sure. Uh, we, <laughs> we went up. Uh, it's me and my wife's anniversary tomorrow on Father's Day, actually. Seven years. So we're, you know, we're went out to Tacoma, which I did not want to do because if you all know Tacoma. It, oh, yeah. It, it gets a little <laughs> sketchy. But it was actually beautiful. Uh, we didn't. Nobody asked about mass. You know, there were hippies, but they seemed like they were the old school hippies who enjoy just like freedom. Peace, peace love. <laughs> you know? No war. Yeah, it was good, man. Uh, you know, we went to the waterfront and uh, we uh, we were just taking it all in, you know. We just taking on the mountains over there. Everything was clear. I got mm. burnt. My legs are burnt. My arms are burnt. I feel like a fucking you know chicken strip right now. But yeah, lobster. You know, we had great food. We got to see some live music. Uh, McMinimins is awesome. If you've never heard of that, that's kind of a thing in the Northwest where they have they take old buildings, right, and they and they kind of turn them into hotels and like concert venues and 
Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. I, I unfortunately I didn't I didn't follow the news much because I was like, nah, fuck this shit. Don't worry about it, dude. I know that I we got up you here covered, and we're gonna we're gonna hash out some stuff that we have yes, been talking indeed. about for a while. Yeah, no, it's it's been quite a week. I mean. We do have a couple um, yes. things, Chris. Super chat. Scroll up. We got some super chats here. We got uh, Luana, Luana. I'd say uh, Luana Conception. Yep. Yeah. First time live. Love you guys. Renee Carroll, thank you so much. Saturday night. Let's go. Let's go, baby. We love Saturday nights. I'm on vacation yeah, still. It's been great, man. I fucking I feel, I feel fresh, <laughs> bro. I feel fresh. You know what it's like when you're on vacation? You're like, man. Yeah. Well, even, even after a three-day weekend, it's like... Wait, do I have a job? Is this uh No, yeah, I actually drank more this past two days than I have in a year. It, it, I, I felt pretty like I was like, wow, this is good. Drinking is good. You're gonna have to catch <laughs> yeah, There's some you're great cocktails. I had some great uh great some great I don't know a beer drinker. Yeah. But it was nice, man. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Get out of this fucking town. You know well, I'm glad. I wish you guys could have joined. <laughs> it would have been fun. Yeah. Would have been fun. Well, Especially hey. in that hotel you were describing. Yeah, it was a weird one. Ooh. Like literally, you could see a lot. You could <laughs> see a lot. The everybody. way this hotel set up, you could see people's rooms. Like, in, like it was weird. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's fucking. Uh... So we had a, we had a peeping Dave over the weekend. I no, I was not. I was not peeping. People were he peeping was being on me. Peeped on. Yeah, I, Ooh, I was the. That's right. I was the room above the promenade of people just looking at my like I was like a birdcage. So <laughs> you know they were just like, what's going on in there? You so know what I mean? You were a victim of a a peepetrator. A Someone, bunch of people traders. Oh my they God. were, yeah. I went out of the shower and I was just like, I walked by the window. I was like, whoa, there are literally people below me right now. Like, <laughs> it was fucking, it's a weird fucking, it's a weird room. Wow. Yeah, man. It was cool, dude. So anyway, yeah. Today is what? The 18th, 19th? 19th. So Juneteenth. June, mm. Okay. So mm. I mean, it's a, it's a federal holiday now. Yep. So there's that. We're going to barbecue later. I guess that's what we're going to do. Right. Federal, yeah. federal holidays. You got to barbecue. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the American way. Yeah, man. It is. I'll celebrate whatever you want me to celebrate. <laughs> no, I mean? Well, yeah, I feel like they just create holidays so that way they can market it and make money off of it. Brian Madre, Definitely. thank you so much. Saturday is for the boys. Cheers. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, I did see a comment on there saying, uh, I wonder if Chris is going to crack a Bud Light. I'm going to say, that's a that's a bad question. You Dude, know he's going to crack a Bud Light. That's done and done. That, but he did say, I think it was a he, I'm pretty sure, but he did say, you got him into Bud Light. It's not that bad. Uh, it's not that bad. Mm. It's, it's smooth. I might steal one from you, actually, in a little bit. There's one there for you. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Anyways, what do we got to talk about today, Greg? Well, over the week, mm-hmm. there was this um, the story about the the one six, right? January sixth, the Capitol riot, right? I like how you said that. The one six. Everybody calls it one six, dude. That's cool, man. So hey, why Kinda not? Like nine eleven, it's the one six. If everybody's doing it, I got to do it. Okay, I want to fit in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be that freaking loser over there on the corner, but. Everybody is, uh, you know, there's this story that came out in Revolver magazine. And what they kind of alluded to was that just overall, right, there's there's groups of people that are being charged with um, insubordination or whatever the insurrection. hell. Insurrection. Insurrection, yes. Insubordination. <laughs> How dare you? Sit back down. Um, so <laughs> there's two groups. And the first group is really like they call them the MAGA moms, yeah. the people that literally just mosey on in they're like oh this is nice oh oh did they get new drapes i don't remember those being up there those types of people sure and then you have the violent extremists who kind of were breaking down the doors smashing windows having fist fights with cops stealing podiums yeah mm. right yeah. Yeah. yeah so they they seg- segmented two different groups oh greg you got to say this one this is your favorite Ooh, cassie hugendern <laughs> yes <laughs> what is going on what's up guys i am gonna buy two hats tonight oh excellent you guys should sign them Fuck yeah. We can do that for you. We can sign yeah. any hat. And if you buy a hat, just let us know. You'd be yeah, like, hey, I uh, just bought a hat. Sign it. 
I got a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. You got a signature. Uh, we might have to get a gray one, though. Mm. Yeah. And well, they're, they're dark hunts. I'm going to sign on inside because the love is on the inside. <laughs> okay. I get you. Uh, yeah, thank you, you, thank you, you so much for that. You membership. let us know where you want us to sign it, Cassie, and we will. Uh, yeah, anytime do you guys do. buy merch, uh, message us, put a message in your purchase or whatever, and we'll do whatever you want. Oh, my oh, I God. Gotta, dude, I got to say something. I, I, guys, I got to say He means this. anything. I just sent out five uh, orders of, of hats for, okay. some, for some people, and almost every time I write a love letter or a little love letter mm, on it, and yeah. I fucking forgot. I'm so, if you guys get a hat and there's nothing in there, I still fucking love you. Uh-huh. Come on, dude. I Can you write it like you. a haiku poem next time? <laughs> well, I just put in there like, I think about you so much. Thank you for your support. Oh, man. It, I, you are doing more for me than you can ever imagine. Can I, like that, can you know? I write the most creepiest letter ever? I'll be like. Yeah, creepy Joe letter. Okay. Yeah, I will. We got another one. Robert Norman. What's thank your you hair so smell like? Much. Uh, here's some help for your show. Love it. Going to Jamestown, New York tomorrow. Uh, Lucille Ball's hometown. So excited. Man, Lucy, I haven't right seen on. I love Lucy, bro. Yeah. Good for you, man. Lucy. Thank you so much for that donation. That's you awesome. You have some splendid to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Back when families were families. Well, you know. Yep. Okay. Overrated. <laughs> Is Just it? Just kidding. No. Okay. So, anyways, we've got uh, Revolver. Yes. So, now, okay. So, they're, they're coming out and they're saying that the MAGA moms are getting indicted. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you had the violent extremists, the ones that arguably should be indicted first are kind of not getting indicted. Right. And you have a group of people in there that are specifically called out as person one, person two, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Now what Tucker Carlson kind of goes on to is a summary. He kind of summarizes this, I think pretty nicely. And he kind of explains what, because that revolver article, you guys is literally a fucking book. Yeah. And I, I went through it. I was like highlighting some of it. And I was like, Damn, there's still more. Yeah. And I was like, there's still a lot more. Revolver is a weird one for me to actually write something about that. Yeah. I feel like it is. I feel like, revol- I, am I wrong? Is you that know, a fucking music magazine? Yeah. Dude, you're seeing this, like, uh, healthy living or like, you know Yeah, what I mean? they're putting in a weird shit. <clears throat> yeah, you have all these different magazines. I just kinda... remember, like, reading about Slipknot shit and Revolver. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's kind of fucking... And yeah. I get it, like, the, you know, there's a bunch of different magazines that are music-based that write Rolling Stone used to be more music-based. For think, sure. But... Anyways. Hell well, yeah. Ooh, doctor, is this Dr. Lick or Lich? I'm going to say Lich. Okay. Because Lick is, you know, I don't know. Maybe. All right. There we go. I hate to say it, but given the single mother percentage within the black community, anyone think they prefer to focus on Juneteenth instead of Daddy Day? Oh, bummer, dude. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, understand. I don't understand. Anyone think they prefer to focus on Juneteenth instead of Daddy Day? I don't Mm. know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. I think that, you know, you got two different, completely different things. Yeah. Kind of. Anyway, thank you for the super chat. We appreciate that. Uh, Oh, Jordan. Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Yeah, dude. I just hung out with Jordan when I was in Tacoma. Oh, the J-Rad. I wish I could have a conversation right now about all the things that we got to talk about. Like, I had an amazing conversation with Jordan. We had Jordan on the podcast, you guys. A long time ago. Too long ago. Yeah, a while back. Jordan, you need to come back on and visit with us. We we got to build. That was was before I came back. We got to build the bridge. Yeah. Remember? Hey, Jordan knows what we're talking about. Yeah. That bridge. Um, Good, good person, man. And uh, family, you know what I'm saying? So uh, thank you for that super chat, Jordan, for the lemonade and good conversation this weekend. Happy anniversary. Keep it up, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Amen. And Mike Glencross, $5. Thank you so much. Yes. We appreciate all of the super chats. Yeah, you guys keep them rolling in. You guys are fucking awesome. Yeah. Man. Anything you, you do helps and we just put it back into the show. So absolutely. All right, let's get going on Revolver. Well, so let's let's listen to this first segment here uh, because this is from 
And I kind of wanted to start it right around 44 seconds, so right where it's at. So he kind of explains what the Revolver article is about and, and what kind of it alludes to. Okay. Uh, let's just listen to it here. And we don't have to play this whole clip, but just about a, a minute or two. It's on the internet. A new piece on Revolver.news suggests an answer to some of these questions. We know that the government is hiding the identity of many law enforcement officers who were present at the Capitol on January 6th, not just the one who killed Ashley Babbitt. According to the government's own court filings, those law enforcement officers participated in the riot, sometimes in violent ways. We know that because without fail, the government has thrown the book at most people who are present in the Capitol on January 6th. There was a nationwide dragnet to find them, and many of them are still in solitary confinement tonight. But strangely, some of the key people who participated on January 6th have not been charged. Look at the documents. The government calls those people unindicted co-conspirators. What does that mean? Well, it means that in potentially every single case, they were FBI operatives. Really? In the Capitol on January 6th. For example, one of those unindicted co-conspirators is someone government documents identify only as Person 2. According to those documents, Person 2 stayed in the same hotel room as a man called Thomas Caldwell, an insurrectionist a man alleged to be a member of the group, the Oath Keepers. Person two also, quote, stormed the barricades at the Capitol on January 6th alongside Thomas Caldwell. The government's indictments further indicate that Caldwell, who, by the way, is a 65-year-old man, this dangerous insurrectionist, was led to believe there would be a, quote, quick reaction force also participating on January 6th. That quick reaction force, Caldwell was told, would be led by someone called Person three, who had- Hold on, it's almost done. So oh, tell them and an accomplice with them. But wait, here's the interesting thing. Person two and person three were organizers of the riot. The government knows who they are, but the government has not charged them. Hmm. Why hmm. is that? You know why. They were almost certainly working for the FBI. Okay, pause. <laughs> so now he, he's throwing it out there, almost certainly working for the FBI. Now, so here's the thing. He's making the claim that if you're basically working as an undercover informant, mm-hmm. then you can't get charged. And that's that in Twitter, in their attempt to kind of, you know, debunk Tucker Carlson, mm-hmm. came out and admitted that in their debunking claim, right? So, and then Tucker Carlson basically goes on to say, yeah, you, you're proving my point here, Twitter. So yes. thank you. You guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> you know, it's really, really, really sad when you consider all these years <clears throat> up until recently, right? All these years, you kind of just live your life. You may not have been as involved with politics or even with the, you know, and there wasn't as many rides back, you know, a few years ago. Yeah. But you see what's happening in Portland going on. Yeah. Yeah. And we have talked about this numerous times where the DA in Portland, Clackamas County, is not prosecuting these people who are doing the rioting in downtown Portland. And a lot of people are like, well, he, the DA is a super liberal. He's friends with these people, and that's why. Or is it because they are involved with the government? They can't be indicted. And they right? can't be indicted. Yeah. And when you see stuff like this, it makes perfect sense. It makes it perfect sense. Yeah. And then you start then you start breaking it down. Well, what about BLM protests? You know, the George Floyd protests where you have people rioting, burning shit down. Yeah. Are there people in this government, we already know the answer, are there people in this government who are helping stir the pot to make things worse? I would argue to say absolutely. I would say absolutely. Yeah. It's not even an argument, I don't think, right? Can you say it's an argument? Well, I mean, every, everything's, you know, 
Yeah. I don't know. I got this innocent until proven guilty, right? I got this hunch in me. Is it hunch? Hinch, but, so, hunch, hinch, hunch, but here's here's the thing. So we have Doctor Doctor Leek Lich again. <clears throat> yeah. Let us know how that's pronounced there. Yeah, uh, please. I, I think it's <laughs> well. They can't talk to us. <laughs> well, they can they can do another one. Just say it's it's lick or like comic. lick. Uh, what is your opinion on more conservative Oregon districts that feel unrepresented or yeah uh, unrepresented? Wanting to cede uh, or yeah, secede to Idaho, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we uh, talked about this yeah. a few episodes ago. I think uh, I think if you put a vote out for it, and you as a as a community decide that that's what you want to do, and you got the votes to do it, yeah, I think that uh, isn't that what government's about? You making laws to change shit. I mean, you just made a law to make a federal holiday. You can't make a law to change a border. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. The no. state won't do it because they're going to lose a lot of revenue from that the eastern Oregon area. Yeah, I, I, as much as I want to see them do it, it's just I don't. They see should. It. If they feel more represented by Idaho, then they For should sure. be able to go to Idaho if they all yeah. decide to do so. They're, but getting back on this one topic yep. here, so essentially, you guys remember we've seen instances or instances where the FBI has had informants yep. in groups that kind of go rogue or not get, go rogue, but they get caught doing shit. And, oh, what do you know? There's informants in the group. And, oh, what do you know? Those informants led the group to act in this crime. Sure. For instance. Oh, please say what I think you're going to say. The kidnapping of Governor Whitmer. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say, but I agree with you on that one. Right? That one's proven. Five out of the 14 men who were arrested were informants. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but the 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 story that every single one of them said is, the FBI agents were the ones that were provoking these actions. They're saying, hey, you guys, here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do, and you're going to fucking, we're going to get away with it. Yeah. It's going to be fucking click. Yeah, they sweet. helped plan the whole fucking thing. Yes. Isn't the job of an informant just to be involved and then relay information? Not yeah, necessarily plan the event? Yeah. So when you plan the event and you're an informant, what is that? That's entrapment. Mm-hmm. So, hello. Yeah. They're basically setting this whole fucking thing up. For people to get caught and to not only that, but they get promoted. One of the guys that was leading those informants got promoted Mm -hmm. and now is in charge of like a sixth of all the FBI cases out there. It's fucked. You guys not remember the umbrella man? Oh, yeah. 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 Going through smashing windows. Yep. In the George there was a lot of Floyd questions right. like, that's fucking, it was weird. It was a white dude all dressed up in black. Just walking ever with so a black, casually. Black umbrella. Walking up to AutoZone. Poking out windows. Right? You know, that, that's the thing that <clears throat> it seems minute. But, the you know, um, you know, Tim Pool has brought this up numerous times. I'm sure many, many other have. But I just use it as a reference on this one. You know, when you break a window and you're with a group of angry people, the next person might break a window and then the next person might go into that window. Exactly. And then you, it, what happens is you get a train of people. <clears throat> Who start acting upon one upping the next? Hell yeah! And then one person steals. Then everybody's like, "Well, if he's stealing, well, I'm gonna fucking herd steal. mentality." Yeah. So yeah. just that simple act of breaking a window allows somebody else to see something. Do you guys remember the bricks on the side of the street? Absolutely. The pallets yep. of bricks that were brought in, right? Yeah. To Minnesota. Do you think that that's different- an easy task? Now you could say that's George Soros. You could say like if you want to get real conspiratorial. I mean, he obviously funds uh, Antifa. We've seen them. Soros, where's our money? We've yeah, seen that yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, Maybe it was George. Maybe it was FBI. Maybe Soros works with the FBI. You don't know what the fuck is happening, but I do know that getting a pallet of bricks is not an easy feat. I mean, you got a fucking big old truck and us getting a pallet of bricks to an event would be a hard feat. Yeah. Yeah. 
you have to have the right shit to do so. Yep. So, yeah, there's something fucking going on, man. They want chaos. They do. And so we've always admitted this, that there's people that infiltrate Antifa. Mm -hmm. There's people that infiltrate Black Lives Matter. And they cause the riots. Yeah. Right? And it makes a group of people not like a group of people. And that causes division. That's what it's all about. That's what the vaccinated versus unvaccinated is all about, too. It's about these people are different than me. They need to be more like me. I don't like them until they're like me. Yeah. High, yeah. Le- high level overview. That's that's what it's all about. Well, you got impressionable minds who yeah. are confused. Uh, when you're talking about Antifa, if you look at them singularly, mm-hmm. they're very, uh, I'm being very generic, and I apologize for that, but they're very um, basement dwelling. Uh, they're very loner. Well, mentality, so, confused mentality. I'm serious, dude. So Look at him. Denver got attacked yesterday. Yeah. And we'll talk about this later in the, the show here. But yeah, you, you can I'm just, just tell saying, by their attitude. You can right? look at the pictures of the mugshots and you can see that they're not <clears throat> normal citizens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? However you well, want to. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> that sounds weird, but I know that's kind of rude to say, but nah, they're fucking funny. They're like, ra- they're like rave emo kids. Nah, it's like what you see in our local fucking uh, police blog. They're fucking meth addicts, bro. They're, they're all like tweaky looking. They're a lot all of fucking them have scabs on their face. Scabs and, and crazy ha- green, that green hair. Shave this, shave that. Could be because they got in brawls. But we Dude, all know they, Antifa. They would have got their right. ass <laughs> yeah. whooped, bro. That's my point. <clears throat> my point is they they're impressionable. Ass. They're confused. And then you bring somebody in who's intelligent, who you know works yes. for the FBI, yeah. and that makes them believe certain things. Then obviously they're going to be like, you, yeah, you're fucking yeah. right, bro. Fuck these people, exactly. man. Like, and, and you get them riled up. And that person just moved. Remember that? What's that meme where Homer Simpson like goes into the shadow? Oh, yeah. yeah. They go in there and they fucking get them all riled and then they just back into the bush. Exactly. Bro. They go Smash away. a window on the way out, but yep. they fucking they back into the bush. That's a great transition here into this next tab because there's been some digging on the night of the 5th and there was some footage that came out. And this is a tweet from Breb Cor- Corleone. It's a great name. On Twitter, right? So he's go, he goes on to say, on January 5th, the night before the infamous January 6th Capitol event, this Fed was caught on camera encouraging the crowd to raid the Capitol on the next day. The crowd yells, no, we can't do that. And he insists that everyone raid the Capitol. Who is Ray Epps? So there's this claim out here that this Ray Epps guy is a federal informant or a federal employee sure. for the FBI. I have not seen credible proof yet that he is, but listen to what he says, because he actually does. And let's just play this whole clip, because this is like an Instagram live or some sort of live. But this man in the middle here, this elderly man with the uh, Trump hat on, you'll hear him kind of talking, saying it's about the Constitution. This is about liberty, blah, blah, blah. He's saying the right things. But then he goes, I'm going to say it tomorrow. We have to go in. To the Capitol. Mm. Okay? Yeah, cool. Here we go. They're focused and they're violating the Constitution. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're not. Oh. You're right. We're not. But they, the cops are. That? So pause it. Pause it. You notice that guy? That guy with the arrow that's pointing right to him. Yep. That's John Sullivan. He was paid $50,000. 500,000. He was paid a large sum of money to go inside and take photos for CNN. CNN. Mm-hmm. Right? 
And that was the picture or the video where you saw he was with a girl, a young blonde girl who goes, we did it. You were right. We, we did it. We broke in. Yep. Right. I remember that. He got arrested. That's his mugshot down there in the lower right hand corner. This guy just happens to be in the same area right next to this guy reporting. I mean, come on, bro. You got that many people out there. You get that one frame where he just right? happens to be there. Okay, yeah. so keep on playing. Uh oh. So he's saying undercover agent type shit? Yeah, no joke. Yo, hold up. I got They're talking about it. When, B- when BLM and Antifa are burning down our cities and destroying our country, it doesn't matter right now. Yes, it does. That's breaking the Constitution. It does not matter right now. That's breaking the Constitution. You're losing focus. No, I'm not. You're, yes, you are. How? I, you don't know you're me. fighting with me. I'm not fighting with you. I'm just debating. You're wanting to beat somebody up. It's not I, worth it, wait, man. Wait, wait, when did I ever say the that? I never said I want to beat anyone up. Okay. I'm not going to argue with I want to stand up for a right. I agree with you. I agree with you. But tonight, you know. I know. In fact, tomorrow... I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to safe. go. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. <laughs> okay. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. Okay, so, pause it. so that little uh, shut the fuck up, Boomer, was some sort of thing that they put in here, right? Yeah. Because this was live stream. This was Antifa live stream.com. I don't know. I have no So he's, he's basically <laughs> right? saying he went from, you know, you guys just want to beat people up to, okay, well. I think now we should go in. We should step in. So why even say that? You know what I mean? And I, and I, you know, this is all speculation until he's proven guilty. Sure. I just want to make that very clear. But this is the stuff that's being put out there is that this guy, who is this guy? Right? Ray Epps. So can we continue with this? Or do we like Brianna Teets? Thank you so much for that super chat. Happy Fridays, fellas. Visiting the parents in Denver. Good luck in Denver. Yeah, good luck. And then also, Brianna Teets again, Saturday, LMAO. <laughs> I am also LMAO, Brianna. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's go back to this uh, thread here. So scrolling down, before we get to the, bo- so this guy calls him Boomer Fed, uh, Mr. Mr. Epps. Yeah. Would you like, uh, or, or, well, would you look who makes an appearance? So he also calls out that this John Sullivan guy made an appearance in the video. Okay. Um, scrolling down. Fed sweating on the boards tonight, Arizona. So he's basically saying this is all just on the boards. I don't like taking information from the boards because it's not validated. Okay. Mm-hmm. So keep scrolling right here. Oh my, Mr. Ray. Ray Epps told the Arizona Republic in a brief telephone interview Monday that he had traveled to the Capitol. Can you go back to that real quick? He had traveled to the Capitol for the event and that he had been advised by the attorney or his attorney not to speak about it. Okay. Nothing, uh, you know, really stands out to me yet. Okay. So scrolling down. This is where he says that they confirmed that he is part of the FBI, but this is also from the board chance. I'm, I'm not buying it yet. Yeah. Okay. We got to know a little bit more, right? This is saying, Attending the FBI National Academy, which is a prestigious recognition in the law, blah, blah, blah. And then Mr. Ray Epps, 60, right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a piece, but it's not, that's not enough for me, man. Yeah. Um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. No, keep on. Go to the next tab. Or, or the next uh, tab up, up on top there. 
Yeah, so here's another one from the same guy. It says, would you look at that? So apparently he was Oath Keepers, Arizona chapter president. So click on that picture. So Ray Epps was, is, I don't know if he still is, the chapter president of Oath Keepers in Arizona. This is one of the groups. These are the Oath Keepers. Um, there's, there's two other groups that they're investigating too to see which groups have the FBI infiltrated. So it's kind of on the, the I'd same, say probably all of them. Same track here. <laughs> if they're infiltrating groups to start shit like that, they're going to do it to all of them. They're yeah. not just going to pick one. There's also another video of him, and I don't know if it might be on that first thread. Oh, actually, uh, go through that. Yeah, go to the very end of that. Yeah, so right here. Look at this. So on one sixth, on the day of the infiltration, right at the uh, the Capitol, the insurrection, whatever. Yeah, you don't have to play this first part. This is, and you don't even have to. There we go. Because we got some weird music. I, I like the music, bro. But actually, keep it up just a little bit because we got to hear right here. So you have Ray Epps come in right here. That's him. He. So pause it real quick. He talks to this guy. Yep. And then all of a sudden, what happens right after he talks to this guy? I don't know, Greg. What does happen? You'll see. Whisper, whisper. He puts something. It looks like he communicates on a radio, like we're a go. And then, boom. The whole gate gets shoved over. And he stands back. Like He lets them all go ahead. Yeah, he's he's going behind. But just like you said, he gave an order, it looks like. These guys push down this freaking gate, and he's kind of pushing himself back like Homer did in the bushes. Oh, there was the Mega Mom right there. Like, what's going on? And she's like, holding her flag. Like, I can't wait to get in. I don't know, man. I I see where you're going with this. Yeah. I don't know how much in the weeds we need to go. Yeah. Because I think that uh, what we were talking about initially is really the problem. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you know how my stance is with this stuff. And I I think you are right on that same boat. Like, I don't want to. Dike this guy for something that I don't know. Absolutely. What we, he's we involved the, with. We need the absolute proof. But there is definitely something going on where people are saying things and doing things. People mm-hmm. are reacting to those things and they kind of just sit back. And then the fact that Tucker brings up the fact that they're not getting charged. Yeah. And they know who this is. Right. They have all these people arrested who were these nobodies. Yeah. But they don't know the ringleaders. They don't know the people that were organizing or saying right up front, right in the middle of these crowds. Like, come on, man. You know who it is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest problem. Yeah. What's and- the government have involved with this? Like, what are they? What is their thing? Was this put on? Like, who did this? Yeah. And remember, uh, everybody on Twitter, the infamous James Comey was wearing his purple mask. Yeah. And everybody was doing their purple masks. And Well, yeah. And who's the FBI? I mean, who do they work for? Really? Really? Who do they work for? I think they work for Democrats, bro. Uh, now, so here's here's the distinction is not all of the FBI, right? No. Are bad people. Nope. We got to make that clear distinction. Uh, yeah. I, I, it, yeah. You know? I mean, it has to be said, but it shouldn't be said. We, we're we not trying to classify a whole organization uh, uh, that they're all bad. Yeah. I think there are good people who are trying to fight the hey, good fight. Do you think this guy is person number two? He might be. Like, who does number two work for? Who does number two work for? <laughs> we need to give him a slushy. Or what who was that does number two work for? <laughs> yeah. That's good, dude. Uh, 
That's a hey, Tom Arnold. Uh, we can make some of that. Yeah. A rare like Tom that. Arnold. <laughs> you're a wise man. I put them together. So yeah, you did. You're, you. you're wise. You sit back and you just think, bro. <laughs> so here's we what we think with our mouths. You just think with your fucking <laughs> awesome noggin. Well, so here's I got movie quotes up galore. Oh, okay, good. There you go. Well, yeah. you can refer more to them. Where I think that this is bad is that it's going to, and this has been, and we've seen the the trend that this is going into. A certain group of people are homegrown terrorists by proxy because it's it's basically you're looking at everybody who went to the Capitol is a terrorist. That's how they're being classified. And that's why you have two groups. You have the nonviolent MAGA moms mm-hmm. and you have the violent. Mm-hmm. Right. But the violent ones are not being prosecuted yet, as Tucker alluded to. So. One last clip that I wanted to play from Tucker, and this is kind of an, an amalgamation here. He, it's just a, a random. Yep. Now, this is from uh, Big C Little V, nineteen eighty four, and you guys should follow this guy. He's uh, he has some good clips on YouTube as well. But I just want to read this. So, have you ever questioned government in any way? Have you ever expressed concerns about elections or the pandemic online? You may just be a domestic terrorist, racist, and not even know it. As predicted, the war on terror is coming to a home to roost. So this is just a two-minute clip that I want you guys just to listen to, and then we can discuss. One time, though, the Biden administration is not waiting. It has declared war on domestic terror. You may be in that category. We know because the administration has released a document called the National Strategy for Countering Domestic Terrorism. It reads like a manual for targeting the administration's political opponents, because that's exactly what it is. And if there's one story you should pay attention to this year... It's this one. It could affect you. Well, this is actually one of the most concerning documents I've ever read that was authored by government officials. They list three factors that drive... So, pause it real quick. This is Nicholas... What is that? I can't read it. Nicholas Giordano. 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 He is a political science professor. Okay, here we go. The first factor is racism. And when you look at it, they never really define racism except for white supremacy, of course. And these are the same people that believe that racism is inherent. You're born with it. So if racism is inherent, the question is, are we born domestic terrorists? But it goes deeper than that. Then it talks about anti-government sentiment and anti-authority sentiment. If you criticize the government in, a way, in any way, are you going to be deemed as someone that has anti-government sentiment? If you question government powers, if you push back against the government, If you look at the coronavirus and you question the mandates that came out as unconstitutional, well, now you're classified as anti-authority. But this document goes much further than that. It talks about incitement. If you question the 2020 election and bring up the idea of election fraud, if you talk about COVID and question the mandates that came out or conspiracies, engage in what the government deems conspiracies, that could incite domestic terrorism and therefore you can get punished for it. So if you put out a tweet talking about election fraud, are you now going to be targeted and labeled a domestic terrorist? The document lays out the four pillars in how it's going to combat Here we go. back against domestic terrorism, monitoring of American civilians. You see a partnership with big tech, the financial sector to give up Americans private information, censorship. It talks about the supply and demand of information online. It talks about encouraging individuals and families trying to recruit them. So we see these abuses take place, but it's a political agenda. That's what's being pushed. And Pillow 4 talks about the agenda of pushing it for gun violence and CRT and equity. 
It's a fascist document. I mean, I, I, well, that's what you're describing. And they're pushing the country towards something awful. Okay. In the meantime... So you're basically born with inherent racism. You're born as a <clears throat> inherent terrorist, right? This is identifying your political enemies. Anybody who speaks up against... This is fucking North Korea, bro. You're creating your political enemies. That's the fucking yeah. problem. There you are, yes. You're fucking creating your enemies because you are... You're, you're putting somebody in a position to rile people up, which ultimately creates what they see. And I, I, this is one of the conversations I was talking with Jordan when we were, when we were hanging out the other day, they changed the definition of everything. That's the left's MO. Yeah. Okay. So racist now doesn't mean the same thing. Herd immunity does not mean the same thing anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, all of it, it all changes. They, they rewrite the definition so that it fits the need that they need at that moment. Yeah. So domestic terrorism has now changed. It's changing. So now it's, oh, you you are against authority. You're a domestic terrorist. So what you're saying is that half the Democratic Party is a terrorist because they don't believe in police officers. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's different, though, because the police brutality, that's a little different, right? They, they, we can't count them. For sure. Yeah. That, that It's all horseshit. Yeah. No, I guess I, we're all just domestic terrorists. Is that, what the, is that what it is? Like, if we have a question, we have a conversation where we're like, Dude, this is fucked up. So what they're doing in, in, like you said, that the FBI informants or whoever, like the plant, would be in sort in some sort of situation or some sort of group, cause a situation to occur mm -hmm. and create the people that would have to defend themselves against that situation, right? Mm -hmm. Hence, they would create the terrorists. Yeah. Think about a car of uh, kids, right? You got a car of kids and the, the, the driver... It's like, we're going to go to the bank, bro. And you go to the bank, right? We all know the scenario. He goes in, he robs a bank, gets in the car. Y'all take off. You get arrested. Y'all get fucking charged with it, bro. Right? Impressionable minds. They're like, yeah, we'll go to the bank. Fuck it. You know, but they didn't actually do the act, but they're a part of the whole thing. So they get taken down for it. In this situation, the person who robs the bank, the FBI informant gets let go. And the three in the fucking car get fucking thrown in prison for life. Yeah. Like what kind of backwards society are we living in? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, like we're going to just allow the government to be, we're going to allow them to do what they please. So not only that scenario, Dave, but it's, is if you are a, a bystander standing on the sidewalk and you come to defend those guys in the car and you say, Hey, hey those car, the people in the car didn't do anything. Terrorists. You would also be thrown in jail. Yes. Yeah. So you see where this is going, everybody? It's pretty bad. It's pretty fucking bad. And, and, and there's no real, like, this kind of goes into the whole, like, at what point do you have a civil war? What point is there going to be a conflict? Yeah. Homegrown conflict. Yeah. And it's going to come to a point where, you know, it's like everything. Remember when we were talking about back when it was kind of more popular than it is now, but being called a racist. Everybody's a racist. You know, if you don't agree with this, you're a fucking racist. Yeah. If you vote for Trump, you're a racist. And we're like, God, how dumb. This is like, you're, you're fucking changing the racist word now. And now real racism, you know, the real racist. It's kind of hidden in because you've literally like just kind of spewed it, it everywhere. Diminishes the true definition of hundred percent. But now racism. it's domestic terrorism. Yeah. You know, you're going to hear that slung around a whole bunch. Yeah. And are we supposed to just, you know, when you, you you're mad because you be called a racist, you're like, dude, I'm not a fucking racist, dude, whatever. Like, fuck you. I'm not. Yeah, whatever. But you're d domestic terrorist is like a whole nother fucking, you know what I mean? Like you're technically allowed to be racist. If you are a racist person, like you have the, in my opinion, you have the right to be that. Yeah. And I have the right to think you're a fucking moron. 
Yeah. But domestic terrorist is not, you don't have the right to be that. <laughs> like that means you're a bad person. You're going to, yeah. you're going to spend life in prison. Yeah. Or be executed. Different ball game, man. Mm-hmm. You went from T-ball to the fucking MLB. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a fucking big jump. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a big fucking jump. Yeah. So someone made a comment here about me being a reptilian and I have not seen that in a long time. So I just oh, want to read it. Scrolling up. I think it was Colin. Yeah. Right there. Colin Mori. Number two works directly under Greg, the reptilian. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, dude. I've watched your eyes blink sideways. Before, I, th- I think that I was getting a little scaly here. Uh, my skin's about to flake off soon. Shedding. I'm just so, like, I'm really disturbed. You guys, by yeah, this whole thing. Yeah, it, it's basically they're calling for people to turn family and friends in. Basically, you're, you're, you want to become an informant. Do you want to be an informant and tell on your, your family? Well, you said it best. That's North Korea, bro. It is. You're required. Yeah. You're required to rat on your neighbors. Yeah. You're required to sit in a group and you have to say who did what was not appropriate. Well, uh, I don't know the names of North Koreans, but. Bill, hey, Bill, Bill went outside past 10 o'clock, bro. I'm just saying. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? There was recently a well, woman. Bill gets punished. There was recently a woman who escaped from North Korea speaking out about this, mm-hmm. saying that the actions being taken by the government in the United States right now reminds me, and it's even worse than that in North Korea. That's sad. It that's should be alarming. Very, that's insane. Very alarming, right? So, uh, you guys, it's it's about realizing the trend and the trend is we got to hide some stuff. We did some stuff and we got to take care of some, we got to set this narrative to make sure that they don't think that we're the bad guys. And we in this scenario is the corrupt government, the corrupt politicians, same thing, the corrupt foreign nations that are paying China, right? Well, then they have to keep keep the people down. They can't have them realizing the power they have. Well, that's that's the whole game is keep the people divided. Set set your narrative of who the enemy is. Just like Dave was saying, mm-hmm. you got to create your enemy and sell it, push it. Just like he said, you're going to hear this word over and over and over again: domestic terrorists. Yeah, and we also have to do a better job. You know what I mean? The people that are in your tribe, they're in your group. Like, you know, I hate that there's groups, but let's call it for what it is. There are tribes. Yeah. There's been videos like of this, the the insurrection on January 6th. I hate that it word. It's fucking bullshit. But just call videos. it just call it the erection. The erection. Just like uh, Chuck Schumer did. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. The, Trump was is responsible for the erection. Ugh. Yeah, the one six erection. That's a big one. You know what I mean? It's a big a big erection that happened yeah. on the on the one six. Well that's but like you, you know guy, when you go half chub. Yeah. This is one one six chub. Mm. Okay. Oh, I was thinking Barely. Six, like one six sixteen inches. That's like a, this is like you get like one, I was thinking like you go from one to six. Oh, I get you. Oh yeah, that's yeah. like a that's a grower. Yeah, yeah, not a show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's something uh, you don't want to show off in the locker room. Yeah. So, but there's video that's been kind of circulating of what's the dude with the fucking uh, you know the fucking whole get up. Oh, the, oh, the shaman, yeah, the, the Q shaman. shaman. Yeah. So there's some, you know some videos that I haven't seen circulating on the news so much, but I don't remember if it was Crowder. I don't remember who put it out there, but they were playing the videos and he was in the hall, and there's another gentleman who was with him. You see him in multiple videos together. And he was like calm. He's like, guys, listen, we're we're here not to disturb stuff. We're here. We're going to come in here. We're going to be peaceful. We're just making our presence. Like it wasn't the whole goal was never to destroy shit. The people that destroy shit. And you had mentioned this a long time ago, like Antifa. 
But is Antifa just FBI from Fort? Like that's what I'm that's, saying. The yes. whole thing is so it gets so messy that what, and the benefit that they have is they make it so messy that the average person who does not spend any time looking at this doesn't have time to dig like that. That's the point. That's the point. You you muddy the waters, and, and you know that guy got a lot of flack. But like you know, he went in there. There there were people that went in there, and they just wanted to make a presence, dude. You know, and they're going to get the hammer thrown at him all while the person that instigated the entire thing is going to walk free and actually get promoted. Like you said. Yeah. You're paying that so, man money. And not only that, or but, taxpayer money. But the footage you spoke about the footage at the Capitol. There's like 14,000 hours worth of video footage that has not been released. Tucker goes on to talk about that. Yes. Why? Because it shows that it wasn't. In most situations, there probably wasn't that bad of shit. And there was probably people in there they don't want seen. Yeah, That's exactly. what I think it is. It's, it shows who person number two is. Does not work under Greg the Reptile. I'm just saying. Do you, yeah. <laughs> and person number three. Do you remember like the video of when they went into the building and the officer came in? He's like, hey, guys, like, I don't want any problems. And they're like, no, man, we're good. We're just going to chill here. Like, it's not a big deal. And the guy's like, okay, man. Be I remember in that all video, of it. Yeah. In that video, there was actually that one I was just talking about. When they came into the building and they before they had this little speech about, guys, we need to be peaceful. We need to do this the right way. One of the police officers, one of the security officers, whoever it is that works there is a black man. They were walking by, the video camera caught it, and the guy's like, hey, man, I don't agree with you, but it's your right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't agree with you, but you have the right to do this. So do you guys remember the, the video footage coming out on Twitter? There was tons of it, but there was one specifically where the cop lifted the barricade yep. and waved the people in, saying, come yeah. on this way, yep. come on now. Right? And then you have the steel doors at the building that were unlocked somehow. Yeah. You got to unlock them from the inside, bro. Yeah. Maybe they were just mad that they didn't get their five bucks of admission fees. That they were. Mm. Damn it. We give tours. They're five bucks. You let them in for free, <laughs> asshole. But oh, that's yep. the thing is why aren't the uh, the Capitol Police that kind of helped this yeah, we're, we're, being we're, investigated as well? talking to them. Wyatt Knutson. Is that how you say it? Nuts- Knutson. Knutson. Good job, Greg. I don't know if that's right or not. But <laughs> anyways, uh, my great grandfather fled Poland with his parents before the invasion of the Nazis because they saw what was about to happen. Uh, he eventually joined the army to fight back. Damn, bro. You know, like he says, uh, fled to the U.S. To that makes me want to pump my chest. Fled to the U.S. To clarify, yeah. Have you guys seen the documentary of Gray Stain on Netflix? Uh, he was warning us. I have not. I will. Sarah Jones. Yeah. I like what uh, real Rachel Burroughs says. She says, "Black and red ants in a jar won't see either as a threat. Shake the jar, and the black kills the red. Red kills the black." How about we look at who's shaking the jar and not the ants or the colors? Yeah, I've seen yeah. that uh, kind of meme kind of picture going yeah. around and, you know. Yeah, and I've also heard in addition to that, where you get the two ants to fight with each other, the other one that wins is so badly beaten down when they introduce a new ant to the cage or the jar, Yeah, mm-hmm. that one instantly dies, right? Is this, yeah, is this new ant going to be AI, everybody? Yeah, what the, are we doing? No, the unfortunate China. thing is... It's China. It's a China ant. There's so much... Yeah. There's so much happening right now, and it's such a grasp. Like, you can see that the power grab that the government has, right? And I, my wife was laughing when we were gone. There's a meme that popped up, and it's like, is it not funny that the people are, that are yelling Nazis are also the people asking for your paperwork? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything's weird. Everything's backwards. Everything is not what Everyone's it should be. Everyone's confused. Well, I mean, I don't think a lot. I think a lot of people are confused. I think there are people that don't know what the fuck life is about. They don't understand. They don't have families. They don't have any of that stuff that we all have common goals of having. That's why we're on this earth. Yeah. Right? Reproduce, have family, have love, have compassion. Thrive. Work hard. You know, have a foundation for you. 
develop. And there's people nowadays who literally, they don't want any of it. And when you don't have that, when you don't have a goal, like you're worthless, you fall into these traps where you're in, now you're a member of Antifa because you, you're fighting for this cause that you think is relevant. Nobody else does. And then you get FBI informants who are also telling you, yeah, you guys are right. You guys are fucking right. You got to go. Hey, you know what you were saying? You're just going to march? Break windows, yeah. bro. There's so, be bricks. Break windows. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're fucking nuts, bro. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's government's a, nuts. I, I think that's a good segue into this CRT topic. Have you ever written a segue? I have not. No, I haven't either. I, I haven't curious. either. That's weird. They Dude. look like it'd be fun, though. Yeah, kind of. I feel like that's like a nerd thing. But anyway, does it feel like you got touched by a fairy? <laughs> I just think like Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's that? Okay, what's that? The Blart, the mall cop guy. Yeah, oh yeah, Paul I Blart. just I can't look at him. Yeah, Paul Blart. <laughs> okay, Blart. so you guys, critical race theory is being introduced into our schools here in Washington State, and I think it's being massively just mandated, right? Rolled out next year. It's being introduced to a lot of places. Yeah. So essentially, it, it goes along the idea and. I've heard, I have not looked that far into critical race theory, so I don't want to speak that much about it, all right? But from the gist of what I'm hearing is that it it basically it explains our history from a perspective that pits people against each other. And it puts black people in a situation to... Basically, say that you you have been your your an your ancestry or your uh, you are the descendant of someone who has been oppressed oppressed, and you have not basically had the chance to, as we just once stated, thrive as a race on this country or in this country, right? And it basically it points out the worst parts of our history that we all acknowledge that yes. There was racism. Yes, there was slavery. And yes, there still is racism. And yes, there still is slavery all around the world, too. Yeah. But is. guess where there's not slavery? Here. You know what I mean? It does not show the progress or the progress that we've made as a nation as far as what have we done to help each other? Dude, we're one of the best in the world. Yeah. Like we're not, you know, we're not perfect, but we are the best and we've made the biggest improvements. So, and, and the one thing that I hear against this CRT, critical race theory, is that if you don't go that route as, as a school, you will still learn about slavery. Mm -hmm. You will still learn about racism. It's not going to be completely wiped out of the history books, people. Yeah. So that's, that's the point is like, you're, you're, from what I understand with critical race theory is that it is putting racism at the the as the pivotal focal point to describe your historic past or your historic events, right? Yeah, but see that's that's why I don't want to speak too much about it because yeah, I haven't looked that far into. It's it. one of those things that like, th there's a lot to it, and again, um, there's a lot of people that have changed the definitions of certain you know critical race theory has been sure. changed. So you know it's hard to like pinpoint what they mean. Yeah, but that's not where I wanted to go with this because you were you were talking about. Where, I, where, where am I as a person and what, what am I capable of doing? And if you keep on telling me that I'm not capable of doing something, yeah, I'm going to either think that I will never have a chance in this life and maybe go off to join a gang or join Antifa or do something bad, right? Yeah, so yes, because it's a mentality state. Yeah. Right? You're either born or taught that you can do whatever you want and you can achieve anything. If you work hard and you do this, like anything is possible, except if you're a certain 
stereotype, right? Oh, a stereotype or a race or a certain thing like that, that, you know, that's in there. And obviously yeah. like, you know, the, man, I, I wish I had Jordan on here. I really do. We had this awesome girl, but this stuff like, you know, seems to be passed down. You know, there's anger and there's frustration. We can all admit why there would be that for sure. Right. Yeah. But it gets passed down and it, it, it yeah, I don't want to speak on it right now. I, I like well, there's a lot to it. I'd love to have a conversation. Can we, when, can we watch this video, please? Yeah. It's two minutes, but damn, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And it's circulating. It's viral. A lot of you might've already seen it, but I want everybody to watch this because yeah, go to that tab, Chris. Oh, what? Why? Oh, White Newton. Knutson. Oh, Knut- thank you so Knut- much, son. Yes, yeah, see, that's Knutson. what we need, people. We need you to like uh, alliterate each or enunciate. Yes, or enunciate. Uh, Amy Combs says, uh, "Well, thank you for the donation." First of all, Dan Bongino calls it critical racism training. Okay, well, here we go. Please, let's watch this video because this is a father who's speaking at, I believe, a, uh, like a school, a teacher, school. parent-teacher meeting thing. Yeah. Right here, he goes. Race theory, which is pretty much going to be teaching kids how to hate each other. How to dislike each other. That's pretty much what it's going to That's pretty much, I don't care what you say. It's going to all come down to you're going to deliberately teach kids this white kid right here got it better than you because he white. You're going to personally tell a white kid, oh, the black people are all down to suppress. How do I have two medical degrees if I'm sitting here oppressed? How do I get, first of all, wait, time up. Because yeah. I've got five minutes now. Not five minutes. Two medical degrees. No mom, no dad in the house. Work my way through college. Sat there and hustle my butt off to get through college. You're going to tell me somebody that looked like all y'all white folks? Kept me from doing that? Are you serious? Not one white person ever came to me and said, well, son, you're never going to be able to get nowhere because you know the black people. But guess what? What's sickening about this whole thing is what y'all doing right now is already something I do in my community right now to speak out against stuff because black folks are getting told by other black folks, oh, you know you ain't going to be able to do nothing out there in the world because them white folks ain't going to let you get nowhere. Oh, you know you're not going to be able to do it here because you know, white, the, the white man, the white man going to keep you down. Well, how did I get where I am right now if some white man kept me down? How am I now directing over folks that look just like you guys in this room right now? How? What, what, what kept me down? What oppressed me? I work for myself from off the streets to where I am right now. You going to sit here and tell me this lie of critical race theory? Of this, this, this the reason why black folks can't get ahead because of white folks? Are you kidding me? This is what we come to now. I can't believe we're even talking about this right now. The last thing I'm going to say right here is something that's crazy. Martin Luther King said he wanted his kids to grow up in a world where they are judged by the contents of their what? Their character, not their skin. If they let this stuff go on right now, it is absolutely doing the complete reverse of what he's doing. So when February comes, don't talk about Martin Luther King. When February comes, don't talk about black history. Mother dog will sit there and just pee much pee on his grave with this nonsense. That's exactly what's about to happen. Lastly, we are talking about our kids. We are talking about our children. What's so sickening about me? I love the Discovery Channel. You will see that on the Discovery Channel, animals will put their lives on the line to protect their children from danger. Nobody want to get to the heart of the matter, get to the meat of the matter, get to more of the story. It all comes down to it. The person that's going to be suffering from this, the one that's going to be hurt from this, is the kids. Ten years from now, if this stuff goes on, whose fault is it going to be? Whose fault is it going to be? Who are we going to look back on and blame for this? Because this is the stuff we're talking about right now. This stuff is going on right now. I do this stuff on a daily basis. I'm in the hood. I'm in the communities. I'm out there with folks in their face. I've been doing stuff since I was 18 years old, talking to black folks. And you know what? None of them are buying this nonsense. None of them are. But if you want to implement this into the school system, I guarantee you to the day that I die, I'm going to be the very person right there debunking stuff, tearing stuff down, letting them know they can do exactly what I did and get exactly where I am by putting themselves to work and getting there. And ain't not one white person ever going to keep any of them from getting there. So the CRT stuff, BS. When you talk about- there we are. Yeah, you know that. That's uh, first of all, he's very good. 
He needs his own TV show. He's got yeah. he's got energy. He's got like he he says it like it is, man. Yeah, he says it better than we could, and he's in a position to do so. And I, and I appreciate that. I think everybody there appreciated that. Absolutely. Um, Doctor, oh, pronounced like Rich. Ah, Doctor Lich. Lich. Okay, I firmly believe if any, uh, let's see, if any Black American spent a year in China, they would see what the true races or what true racism is and the threat of the CCP today. Yeah. No, that's a, I mean, no, hard that's to argue a, that. I mean, that's a fair but point. Anybody who goes over there, because there's a lot of white people who don't know what racism is either. Yeah. yeah. Right. Peter A. Thank you. Greetings from Vegas. It's hotter than Kamala. <laughs> oh, well, that's that <laughs> that's could be hard. cold as fuck, bro. I mean, that could be like, a you know, she's like a she three. Is cold as ice. Holy hell. Where are we going when we go all? There, there we, we are. Go. Thank um, you, sir. What he's saying, I think, is uh, I think it's like so important to hear. Because, um, you know, when I was kind of like hesitant on talking about this a minute ago, because I, I would like to have somebody on here who can actually talk about Speak this. Speak as a black person in yes. today's society, yeah. And, you know, just having like discussions where, you know, th- like you have these feelings that get passed down through generations. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm hearing. You have feelings you're passed down through generations. You're kind of taught that. You're, 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 you're absorbing that your whole life. Yeah. And I'll put in a term that maybe we can understand more like uh, wealth, okay? Poor families. If you're poor and you're living off the system, okay? It's very easy. This doesn't have to be black or white. It doesn't matter. You're poor and you're living off the system. It's very easy to blame others for why you're poor. It could be that you didn't work hard. It could be that you dropped out of school. It could be that you were addicted to drugs. You had too many kids without a job, like whatever it is. But you teach your kids these things and all of a sudden you get generational welfare. Generational welfare. You know, we're seeing multiple generations of welfare now, right? And they teach you that you're going to be poor. You can't do anything about it. You're never going to be rich. You're never going to have a fucking Lamborghini. Oh, you want a 2,000 square foot house? Like, ha, get real, bro. Like, look where you're at. You're in a fucking trailer park. Get the fuck out of here. How do you stop that? That kid is absorbing that and they believe it and they will always believe it. You know what I'm saying? And and what he's saying is like, you got to be able to tell yourself. And that's why you got people like uh, Carson, Ben Carson, right? His parents were like, his mom was, from all aspects, not very literate. Couldn't read a book. Had how many kids? I think he's got like 12. (laughs) I don't even know. 12 siblings. But she made him do shit. She like made him believe that he was better than that. Right? It's huge. It it means everything. Even if you can't, you can't even read a book yourself. You can make it up and make him believe that you can and pretend like you're correcting things. Make him think that he's important. And make him believe that he has importance. Instilling self-confidence. Huge. Yeah. You guys, how many times have we seen this on American Idol? The people that suck at singing. Mm. But they still get up there and they have the balls to freaking go do it on TV. Well, that could be fake. No. <laughs> you know, it's them, their family members yeah. saying, you're so good at singing. You, Oh, you could do this. You got this. Yeah, you're right there. You go do it. It's that mentality, but not just at singing. It's at exceed, is succeeding at life, right? Well, just like this yeah. man said. How the hell do I have two masters, like doctor, 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 doctor degrees, degrees, right? Yeah. If I were to be suppressed, I put in the effort, you guys. I put in the effort. I put in the time. I. But he I, also said, Greg, it came from his own community. Yeah. His own community. And that comes from everybody's own community. Most of the time, it's not another race or another wealth division telling you you can't do it. It's somebody in your own household. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it all boils down to it's the family atmosphere that you surround yourself in is what yeah, but, makes all the difference. Yeah, but you, you have might to be born into a bad household, Chris. Make it, family and friends. Yes, but as a parent, 
you need to do better as a whole and not just in this country in every country all over the world as parents they need to want to do better they have to instill self-confidence they have to make give them a family atmosphere that pushes them above where you were. You won't always want a better life for your kids. What you know what the problem is? The safety net. The safety net right now they is just, crumbling because we can all say that we don't want our, our schools teaching our children, but let's all face real facts. Our kids go to school. We're working, our kids are in school. Yeah. And what they pick up from school, yeah. it, it gets instilled to them, right? Mm-hmm. And before, just like with food, say food, a kid goes to school and you a teacher sees that this kid's being abused or sees that this kid has an A every time. Most teachers are amazing, amazing. And they will get them food. They will call the right people and they will make because they see things. And the problem is, is there's, a, there's always been that safety net. There's always been the situation where you have a bad life and somebody outside of your inner circle recognizes that, whether it's in a government position or in a school. And they go like, Hey, listen, I know things are tough for you, but you're a smart fucking kid. Like work hard. How many times do you see athletes and other people who go, you know what? If it Dude. wasn't for my third grade teacher, yeah. I would be in the, fu- I'd be dead right now. The movie Goodwill Hunting yeah. is all about that. Yes. But here's the problem. Now you're wanting to do critical race theory. Now you're taking that, what was that safety net that allowed kids to have a second chance mm-hmm. when their households were crumbling. Now they're going to start telling you, you are oppressed though. You are poor. You know why you're poor? Because the rich guy is fucking taking all your money. Yeah, now no, you're going to get sunk into the same yep. miserable shithole nothing that you've you been living it. your whole life about. Right? Yeah. You, hey, listen, you can do what you want, but let's be real. You're not going to be a doctor. Yeah. You can be, you can work at the gas station. It's fucking nice. You can mm-hmm. 10 bucks an hour. You want that? And that is literally the most un-American thing that has ever been. If done. you're a teacher and you what? support this, you're a fucking asshole. Period. You should care about making your kids feel better, even when they're not. Even when they're dumb as a rock, you tell them, like, hey, you can improve. You can be better. That's the American fucking dream. It's fucking horseshit, man. That's why people come here. That is the the basis of the argument against critical race theory, is you are instilling this victim mentality that they will basically perpetuate into their own children and their children's children, and it will continue. Yeah. What's that saying? Oh, good. Because you guys... Schools are now becoming the mainstream media for children. Mm -hmm. It used to be just colleges, but now with this, it's bleeding into our elementary system. With sex education and critical race theory. Hello? The transgender on Nickelodeon? Yep. Yeah. What the fuck? So it's all over the place, you guys. It's not just one situation. They're they're squashing everything at the same time. And they're trying to make people are saying like love is the greatest. Like it's all about love. And it is. It is. You got to like, what, what's that saying? Like uh, it takes a community to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I want to believe that like a lot of it comes from your household. You should be great parents. You should be teaching your kids and instilling morals and, and other values. But lo- love is such a vast definition that inspiration. Yes. Is part of that. But a lot of times like you can, you as a parent do what you can. Yeah. And then you hope that when your kid goes out to the real world, that there are people who can mentor them and help them in a different way. Yep. And also respect their values at home. And this is not respecting our values at home. No, it's not. And it's also not giving those kids who don't have good parents, who don't have a family life, it's not giving them a chance. It's not giving them that safety Because they're, you're, you're, like, you're just going to teach them that it's all fucked. The world is fucked. Yeah. 
And what kind of society are we going to have? That guy was right. What are our kids going to be like? And who is going to be to blame? It's us that are going to be to blame because we're not the ones standing up at these things like he is saying like, no, no, no. This isn't negotiable. This is not debatable. Fucking no. And people, not gonna have happen. To, people have to remember when their kids start going to school, that isn't just them going and learning how to do math and learning how to do English and read and write and shit. It's, they're molding their minds. This is the future of our country. Yeah. So, and that's, this is what the whole reason of this is for. They want to fuck the country. It's upsetting, bro. It is. It's upsetting. You know, I keep talking about Jordan because it means a lot. Uh, no, seriously, if he's on here still, I fucking, I really do appreciate him. Um, it's my wife's cousin, man. And, and yeah. he's just a great person. But I was sitting there and we were having a such a, we were talking for like four hours. We were all over the place, man. Talking about all kinds of different stuff, agreeing on some, disagreeing on others. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, man, he's, he's half black, half white. So, but he, he's, he's a black guy, you know what I mean? Like, or yeah. a white guy, whatever he wants to call himself, it doesn't matter. But the point is I'm having a conversation with you and I have mad respect for you. And I, and, you know, like he's family to me, you know what I'm saying? I don't see you as anything other than just cool, man. Can you call him dope? Dope. Is he fucking dope? He's fucking dope. <laughs> is he but my dope? point is, is, is like, how dope, come, how come like person, bro. when you're in an area like here in Longview, we don't have a, a lot of black community members. There's not that many in this area, but you go out and I, when I was in Texas and like there were communities where more, more black people in those communities, everybody's nice as fuck. Everybody's nice as fuck. Yeah. They're waving at you. How are you doing today? Like no one, your everyday life. None of that shit means nothing. Are you fucking cool or are you not cool? If you're shady yeah. as fuck, then I'll call you shady as fuck. Doesn't matter if you're white or black. Yeah, boils down, are you an asshole? Or are not? you an asshole or are you not? Yeah. But I, I would hope to God that like at a certain point we get to where kids have that that needed cushion again. Where people are telling them outside of their families for those that don't get that need. You know, can you imagine if a teacher looked at a hungry kid and was like, you're just going to be hungry. You're just going to be hungry. It'll like, pass. just the way it is. It'll pass. Like, with your, you know, standings in this community, like, I can't give you a sandwich because you don't deserve a sandwich. Yeah. Um. You know, I'll give you a piece of my bread. But, like, no. You're going to, they're going to fucking dig out of their pocket, buy them a fucking lunch, bro. I just don't get it. We need teachers to fucking step up. That, that's the other thing. Again, if you support this, I don't know what's wrong with you. And you're going to say it's about love. It's not about love. Tell, telling somebody that they're oppressed and that there is an oppressor is not love. That's not love. Because I didn't do shit to you. Did you do shit to them? Nope. That makes no fucking sense. The government's an oppressor. Can, can we have like a critical government theory? Well, then you'd be labeled as a terrorist. That's true. We'd be domestic terrorists at that point. Yep. So. We're fucked. <laughs> yeah. We're fucked. You guys. So this is a, a great... It was a more serious show today, oh, but I yeah. fucking it loved it. It was good. I loved it. You guys, we got, we dug deep, okay? And got my feelers going. And fake, fake, uh, deep fake Dave Thomas said, "Real Dave Thomas rants keep me coming back." Well, that's why, that's why we love this man. <laughs> okay, you guys. It bums me out. That's why I'm so pissed about it. I know you guys are equally pissed, man. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah. Our kids are everything. You guys, that the the video of the father speaking about that is an emotional video there's a ton of them dude yeah so get it, on the internet and just watch and what p parents are saying and, yeah. and it's really we need more of it we have to have more of it we this is that point where you've talked about this we end this this is what you talked about we have got to be more active in our communities yeah and there's a fuck city council school boards mm -hmm. you know 
city council could change some shit, but if we fuck up our school, like the kids in our schools, we're we're doomed. Yeah, we're doomed. In twenty years, thirty years, we're fucking. Because then you got to you got to erase everything that they've learned that day with true history. So we have to come back and say, "What did you learn?" Oh, exactly. Right. That is actually a lie. Uh, Let me let me show you the real shit. And what are the chances of them believing you over their teacher? I would hope Mm -hmm. if you have a great relationship, it was a great chance. Exactly. Right. We shouldn't have to do that. What's the point of even going to school then? Anyway, you guys. Fantastic show. Awesome show. Um, thank you all so much for your donations. We appreciate everything that you guys give us. It means so fucking much. You guys can't even believe it. No, uh, dude, it's, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it keeps us coming back. You guys well, are... Well, that's kind of... That, no, it keeps us it. coming back. Uh, <laughs> we're, it no, allows sure. us... It, no, that's... A, I would die if I didn't have your guys' no. no. It allows us conti- to continue what we do. It keeps the show kind of... Growing. Yes. Yeah. We go into certain areas that we can actually finance and it's it's awesome mm-hmm. you guys there's this thing we want to make this thing big and dude i want to say one more thing about that i know right now there's a lot of uh, a lot of people struggling financially and we don't expect that no and the fact that you guys are putting five or ten or twenty dollars up even or even dollar more, fucking dollar two, yeah like that you don't understand how we understand that not everybody's in a great situation with it with the way the economy is right now so just the fact that you do that I mean, that says a whole bunch about you it and just, your support you, for us. It's like, a, you know, we're thinking of you guys. We think of everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. The fact that you guys show up every show, it's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we do have hats if you guys like our merch and you guys want to uh, rep our shit. We got hats. We got shirts. We got all kinds of stuff online. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know. We'll sign it. Just let us know. Yeah. You just Follow up know. email. PardonMyAmerican.com. Thank you. Chris. Chris. Awesome, man. Awesome show, guys. Thanks Great for show. The, thanks for the Cheers. Bud Light. Pick it up. Booyah. Cheers. All right. Until next time, everybody. Ciao, Bella. Sayonara. Sayonara. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.